Hi, welcome back to the JJ Bus Podcast. I'm Zane Jones. And I'm Ez McDonald. Today we are here with Principal Coughlin to talk about safety around the high school. The JJ Buzz is a monthly podcast held with students and staff to talk about issues concerning the school and student body. So, um, what's your number one safety concern for Mount Vernon? Um, I don't know. I necessarily have one safety concern. Um, we do spend a lot of time thinking about safety overall. I mean, that goes from um, mental health to transitions between classroom, making sure all students are accounted for, to looking at the broader picture, um, the Alice drills for active shooters. Um, I mean, my daily day thought is more of kids being in the correct classes and prepared for learning. And kids can't learn if they don't feel safe. Uh, so I guess my number one safety concern would just be how students and staff feel when they walk into the building. I know that encompasses a lot, and that's a broad topic, but like I said, if, if they don't feel safe, they can't do their jobs. And so kind of going into that, what do you and the administration do to keep the students and faculty safe? We know that you guys uh, put in new doors, um, and if you could kind of talk about that. Yeah, um, and I, I need to give a lot of credit to uh, a gentleman named Rick Schaefer. I don't know if many of the students know Rick. He uh, is the head of our maintenance department and also the head of our, our safety security. He's the one who, um, th- there's a lot that goes into safety and security for a school. We have to file everything with the state. Uh, we have plans on everything from, you know, fire, tornado, uh, we have stuff about earthquakes, which rarely happen here. We obviously have the Alice drills and the active shooters. You know, we have bomb threats. Uh, when talk, there's there's a procedure in place if we have a hazardous material spill in the area. He has to one create all these plans, and he he uses the administrators in the different buildings to do that. Um, but he has to create all those plans. There's a specific. Uh, format that he's put in and he, he sends it to ODE and they have to approve it. So there's a lot of steps he has to take and, and through those steps he's also talking to you know the sheriff, the, the local police, the fire department and they are all part of all those plans as well. They have to sign off on them too before we send them to the state. So there's a lot of pieces on what he does. Um, so we have all those plans in place. We do drills. We actually, the last um, PD day, when you guys didn't have school, PD is professional development day, when you all didn't have school and the teachers came in, we spent that whole afternoon um, going over some of the procedures of, with reunification. And what that is, is after some kind of major incident, when you have to get the, the students back to their families. And you got to think, in a building of a thousand people, we have to have a very systematic way to make sure every parent can get their child as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. Mm Because tensions are going to be high, people are going to be emotional. We have to find a way to do that and make sure every kid's accounted for. Um, So we spent the day kind of going over all of that. Um, Along with that, you know, we have more cameras than any other buildings that I know in the hallways and all the exterior. I think we have. I counted 72 cameras. Um, All the exterior entrances have a camera on them and they're monitored in the office at all times. You'll see there's two different 
TV screens in there so the secretaries keep an eye on people coming in and out. It's also how a lot of times we can find students sneaking out of the building. Not that you two would ever do that. Um, we have a, a phone system um, that in the, in the case of a major incident, a teacher can go to the phone and it'll do an alert for the whole school. It also alerts uh, first responders in the area <clears throat> so they can get informed in a more timely manner. Um, there's a lot that goes on. Uh, and I think a lot of, and I think this interview would be good because a lot of this stuff that you students wouldn't necessarily know about mm-hmm. unless they asked. And it's good that they know because I might be getting a little ahead, but I saw some of your other stuff that, yeah. that I think we'll talk about here soon. So I'll, I'll stop there and then answer some more of your questions. Maybe I can fill you in on, on some other areas. Yeah, so kind of going into that, how students don't really know Mm-hmm. A lot of like the safety procedures that go on in the school. Um, so, we did a poll on our Jacket Journal website, and basically, the data we got back kind of showed that a lot of students do not feel safe. Right. Uh, twenty three percent feel safe. Fifty four percent do not feel safe, and the other twenty three percent are kind of unsure about mm-hmm. their feelings. So I think you kind of went into that how students do not like understand or maybe they just aren't aware of right. the or they protocols. don't have the resources yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I, I agree um with, with your last statement you know prior to covid we did a lot more drills um in in response and the alice drills um mm-hmm. the evacuations we did a lot more of those things which we've in that uh professional development mr cedar said we need to start getting back to that and i agree because one, students need to know what they need to do in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. And two, we just need to run through it to make sure it's going to work correctly. Because you can have any plan in place. Once you get down to doing it, you, you may find different errors that we need to fix. So we are going to start implementing more drills. Um, try to do it in a way that minimizes impact on classes. Because at the end of the day, we are here to learn. But like I said earlier, if you all don't feel safe... It's going to be hard to learn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I saw that poll when you guys first gave me these questions, and it, it is concerning to me. Um, I'd like to know more about what makes the students not feel safe so we can try to address it. those items a little bit quicker maybe, maybe mm-hmm. start off with some of those big things that are making kids feel unsafe or students feel unsafe. Um, but going through those processes, we'll, we'll do – couple things it'll show the kids we do have a process this has been thought out and give them some information you know just give them an idea of what it'll look like in those times so um yeah i think that's i mean i also think it it is such a hot topic because um school shootings are such a Mm -hmm. um apparent issue for our generation right now i mean it is such a um thing that's constantly on our, our minds right. like even talking to like some of our peers just like mm-hmm. talking about like it's always on your mind mm-hmm. even if you're like in class even if you're in study hall you're always thinking mm-hmm. about what if there's a school shooting where do I find a way out how do I hide how do I protect myself right and I, I think that's a good point that beyond the big drills maybe we need to start looking at you know just within the classroom it doesn't have to be every month but a teacher needs to just kind of talk about okay this is what it could look like if this were to happen. Um, not that we want to spend all of our time thinking about that, because then it also could cause some more stress for some students. But 
I think having that knowledge of if you're in the cafeteria, where do I go? Just mm-hmm. being able to talk through those things, you know, once once a semester, maybe once a quarter, um, to kind of giving those kids information so that they know what they need to do and how to react, because it's better to have too much knowledge than, than not enough. Mm-hmm. So going with that, do you believe that MVHS has become safer over the years and what's kind of impacted that change? Um, I want to say yes. Um, you know, I've been here, this is my seventh year now. Um, and I know from the back end of things, the procedures and different things we have in place have come a long way, but we have also kind of like I just touched on, stopped the the drill aspect and and the teaching element of that, which we need to continue Mm -hmm. to do and improve on. And I think we're going to now that we're kind of removed far enough away from COVID that we're getting back to back to normal um, but more of the teaching elements you know some things that we do that students may not see and every once in a while we'll have and it's somebody we know so when I say we have a stranger walking through the building mm-hmm. it's not just some random person we found sitting outside of McDonald's we'll have somebody walk through the building and kind of see how far they get into the building before they're they're stopped by a staff member because our staff members are trained and told if you see somebody that doesn't belong here we need to stop and make sure they get to the to the office. And I'll tell you that has from my first seven years ago till now, that's come a long way. I mean, staff are very active, mm-hmm. or they'll if they see something going on, they'll immediately pick up a phone and call me, um, or one of the other administrators, and be like, "Hey, there's this person here, and if we think it's a, a concern, we'll go find out." We've had a lot of construction here lately. The new doors. We were doing the new health center. Um, a lot of those construction workers have been stopped by our staff to like, hey, why, why are you here? And we give them badges so it's easy. So that's one element I have seen improve. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> another thing we've done this year, and I don't think the students may know all the reasons for it, but our vape detectors serve several purposes. Um, there's also an element of sound, not necessarily hearing what people are saying, but once uh, the levels of, of volume rise to a certain level, it notifies us. Mm-hmm. So think about if, if somebody's in the restroom, there's a big crowd and there's a fight going on. It'll alert us of the high levels so that we can respond to those kinds of incidents. There's actually, it, it would recognize a gunshot if that were to happen and do an incident notification to us and Officer Armstrong. Um, not to mention air quality that attracts and different things like that and the vaping element. So even things we've done like that are there to improve. The doors are an improvement. Um, supposed to be. I mean, they're going to be bulletproof. Um, the locking mechanisms mechanisms are, aren't as dated as the old ones. So there have been a lot done. So I do want to say it's a safer place, but if students don't feel safer, what's the point? So yeah. I think this is really eye-opening to me um, that the majority of our kids don't currently feel safe, and I think it's something we need to address. Mm-hmm. I think it's also the um, like opening of communication, opening yeah. the doors of communication, because I feel like there are some things that the student body and parents and then the administration are really well at communicating with, but also there are some places where like there really needs to be some change and improvement like on the communication. The- a lot of things you talked about, I didn't know mm-hmm. what was going on. And I think that kind of helped clarifies for us, right? Like what's going on and 
what actions are being put in place to keep us safe that we don't really know about. Yeah, and I think what you guys are doing here with the the, the podcast and, and Jacket Journal, it's going to be a good avenue to open up those that communication piece. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the parent update, but how many of you guys ever look at that? Um, so this will be good to help ask those questions that students have, and hopefully if I don't have an answer, we'll figure one out. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. If you're still listening, thank you for your time, and thank you, Mr. Coughlin, for joining us today on the podcast. The JJ Blevs will be a monthly podcast with students and staff. If you have have a question you would like us to answer, please email us at jacketjournal.stu.mvcsd.us. There is no guarantee that your questions will be answered, but we will try our best. Thank you.